now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, aka Lookstaker, and I'm here with Crypto Cryer, aka The Jeweler. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Fantastic, as always. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's been, uh, dude, another another week, another uh, airdrop. Every single week, we're just going to get more yeah. rich, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. It's just... It's, uh, one it's, of the other benefits of being in the NFT space, you know, some of them are just, terrible, some of them are, are pretty good. This one looks to be... Looks to be pretty, pretty good. Looks is, one, looks is looking good. Yeah, looks is looking good. So we definitely will 100% uh, touch on looks and their marketplace because that's what makes this one a little special. And it's an sure. actual NFT marketplace that it's not just like any random one little rinky dink that's not working, but it's actually producing numbers. So we'll get For into sure. that in just a second. But let's go ahead and bring it over to the VV and DeFi Kingdom side of things. Uh, on the VV side, we do have two Marvel drops this week. Uh, listeners, if you are listening, today is going to be the 13th of January, which is Thursday. You guys will have a drop at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern, which this comic will be the Alpha Flight. So Marvel's Alpha Flight number one featuring VV exclusive rare and ultra rare covers. So the really cool thing about this is if you anyone knows who the Alpha Flight team is, they are Canada's Avengers. So shout out to Hoddle Hill and Crypto Connect over in NRN. Um, <laughs> of course, it's going to be from common all the way to secret rare, six ninety nine gems, and it's all it's going to go right away. So let's see if we don't get rugged or not on that rugged. one. And on Saturday, we actually have a uh, figurine for Marvel as well. We're going to get Invisible Woman, so from Fantastic Four. The really funny thing about this one is, at first, VV came out and said, hey, uh, on Saturday, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the 15th of January, we're going to have Invisible Woman, and it's going to be blind boxed. Five minutes later, they said, oh, we messed up. It's not going to be blind box. They made another graphic. They came out and said it's not going to be blind box. And they got such back bad backlash that they decided to flip it all the way back to blind box. So on Saturday, we will have another drop uh, for the statue for Invisible Woman. It will be blind box. So it should be interesting if you do get lucky on one of those rare ones. And now... Uh, over to you, Cryer, for everything DeFi Kingdoms. Perfect. So DeFi Kingdoms, nothing too crazy this week. Uh, we had an AMA with more of the content creation side. Um, so they had a little bit of a uh, preview of what the uh, Crystal Veil is going to look like, which looks pretty cool. They had a couple of uh, cute penguins looking on there. Look, It's all like a snow-covered landscape. I did uh, see landscape. those. I did see those. Um, so that looks pretty cool, but nothing on too too crazy on the game side. We're still waiting for the uh, gardening aspect. Uh, they're going to integrate the whole rolling mechanism into the garden gardener's uh, profession as well. Um, so that's something to look forward to on the beta. Uh, nothing confirmed on when the exact drop of that is, but I would assume it's going to be coming up probably sometime this week um, or early next week. Um, other than that, we're just still waiting on the, you know, it's kind of the lull before the storm in terms of, Crystal Veil's coming out. They're probably putting a lot of hours in right now, trying to get it all, all situated and, and uh, solidified. Um, but other than that, just doing some questing and uh, ga uh, game as usual. So pretty awesome. Awesome, awesome. So let's get to it, man. Looks rare. Oh, yeah. 
We got another airdrop. Another airdrop, but this one, like we said, a little special. This is actually looksrare.org. It's a yeah. competitor for OpenSea. So the really cool thing about this one is, again, we got an airdrop. So what this airdrop pretty much focused on, just like ENS did and other ones did, they had something to do SOS, with yeah. activity with SOS as well. It, it did something with activity. So what the really cool thing about this one was that it was based on your OpenSea activity. And if you traded three ETH or more, you would receive tokens. Yeah. So, so they had a little tier breakdown. If you had like a really high volume, you received a lot more. Um, but it was all just based on your volume of exchange through um, OpenSea. Um, so they're pretty much the other aspect is is to claim these tokens, you have to list a uh, NFT for sale on their marketplace. So what this is is actually more of what they call a vampire attack against OpenSea, exactly, which is awesome. You know, for I think it's such a great move. It's a you know fully decentralized. Um, NFT marketplace, which is great because, you know, OpenSea has been saying they're open, you know, decentralized forever. They don't have any decentralized mechanisms. You know, they, they censor whoever they want to, which I don't think is a great, you know, pro, uh, you know, means of, uh, you know, getting rid of what they want to see or anything like that. So I definitely think this is a much better, uh, just a lot more of a competitor to OpenSea. And I think that'll light a fire under their ass because, you know, they haven't been doing a good job. Everyone's, if you look at Twitter, everyone's like, fuck you guys. Like, it's always just like, these aren't what we want. Like you, we are making, you're making all the money off us. We want these things to be decentralized. We want them to happen in a manner that's open and not opaque. Like you guys have it currently. So, you know, the longer they continue this route, I think the more, more uh, competitors and more success companies like looks rare will, will have. Exactly, exactly. And again, the really cool thing that's going on with Looks Rare is like something that you just stated. OpenSea takes that money. So they take a two and a half percent on every yeah. single sale when you yeah. are on OpenSea, right? So what's going on on this side of things is something interesting. Now, not only is it less, which is not that much, but it's 2%. Everyone's like, oh, it's the same thing. It's not. So what the 2% does is it's going to go back to the community. So the sure. really cool, there's a really cool feature on the, on the site that you're able to get rewards. So there's a lot of rewards. So you can stake the looks token. So if you stake the looks token, and I can tell you right now, um, it is the APR on staking right now is 880%. Per, uh, now that is a combination of not only receiving looks um looks rewards so just like the token itself but there's also the APR involved in there which would be for weth APR so yeah. not only are you getting stake tokens you're also getting weth tokens so it's super cool what they're doing so that 2% is actually going to go back, back into into all stakers receiving exactly. it and that's where the so the volume of of weth sale because the look uh, looks rare only uses weth sales, yep. uh, they don't use any direct ETH sales. Um, so that means that that's there's a couple other features that are really nice. They have a uh, you can do an offer on the complete collection, meaning I love that. Yep, that's a, such a great feature. Um, I will say that there is you know some things that I definitely like OpenSea better, but I think just with time, I think they will iron out these, uh, the, these issues. They they have the bones and everything yeah, the there. Structure the structure is crazy good. Exactly. Yeah. They have it. It looks cleaner. A lot. Of, we've talked about this before in other episodes. When someone tries to get into crypto, we where do we go? Where do we aim them to? 
Coinbase. Yeah. And it's because sure. the, the interface is nice, everything easy to find, all that good stuff. When For someone sure. goes to stocks, you throw them over to Robinhood, even though we a lot again we don't like <laughs> we don't like Robinhood or we don't like Coinbase. They're just the easiest, super use. easy um, interface. The UI, everything they win awards every year. This kind of looks like that. It looks modern. When you look at OpenSea, if you really look at it, it looks like an outdated eBay. So. Yeah what's on this side it looks nice it's it's nice on the eyes everything like that and of course we're just gonna have to get accustomed to it but even if this doesn't go the the nine innings the the full the full four quarters this is at least going to put some fire like you said under the butt of open if you saw that tweet where it was like all the open sea employees uh, seeing uh looks rare drop and it was like six little kids on a ping pong table (laughs) and they're like freaking out playing (laughs) their games so we will no, see I... some awesome and interesting stuff on that side. Also, not only are you getting rewards back, like that 2% goes into the staking, but if you're actively trading on looks rare, you're yep. also going to get a percent back while you're the, uh, based on the trade based volume on your volume that's going. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Like, so certain collections qualify you for, so yep. collections that have a verified. large volume and they're verified. Yeah, that's it. Um, through uh, just like normal standard verification. So most of the ones that are verified on OpenSea are verified on Looks Rare. But so if they're having large volume as well, they uh, after or I think it's after a thousand ETH in volume, you start earning rewards when you buy those uh, collections. So um, you know a lot of the really upper tier blue chip ones already are getting rewards in them. So I saw like Doodles, uh, what me me bits, uh, a lot of the really up, you know. V friends, I think, had it like a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of the like high end ones already have rewards for them. So again, there's gutter, gutter. Yeah, there's so many ways to not only again, there's a new marketplace, but now you're gonna be able to earn rewards in like three or four different ways. You can stake it, you can LP it on Uniswap, you can you know all, and that gives you the volume of trade and stuff like that. So there's just a a multitude of ways to be involved in this system, and again, all the the money goes to supporting the community again whereas OpenSea has been collecting you know hundreds of millions of dollars a month for themselves and they actually answer tweets and want, tweet at them sometimes yeah. and you you know they uh, yeah okay i'll give them that they <laughs> <laughs> these these guys actually answer a little bit and they're part of the community they're one of us all the the members yeah. the founders everything they're just like us but obviously yeah they just extensive. they didn't like open sea and they wanted exactly. to they wanted to build something, which is exactly what I've been saying for a little while. You know, I don't know how to code anything, but if I could, I would. That, that would be one of my top priorities because it's it's a low hanging fruit. Realistically, it's it's you know no like I don't know any person that's like oh yeah I just absolutely love OpenSea. Like if you've actually used it for a long period of time, you're like what is wrong with these people? It's always down. Yeah. How many times is it down this this week? I mean at it's, least like five. It was only like twice today. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just crazy. like insane. It's like it's absolutely <laughs> buy some insane. servers. You make a ton of money. I mean, they have may- maybe less than 20 employees and they're making yeah, way millions. Too much. <laughs> yeah, they're making way too much, right? Hire some team members. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so crazy, I'm crazy. I'm really excited for for looks uh looks rare. I, I think we need the competition and it's just such a such a much better uh system when you when you all the success with all these web3 companies. Look at Uniswap. They gave everybody tokens. Now they're the top volume because of the word of mouth um, advertising they got through their airdrop. Everyone's yeah. talking about looks rare. They they have a product. You know, that was, that was my biggest thing with um, SOS. It's like, 
you drop this token. Yeah, everyone had a ton of volume on it now, but it's going down a little bit because you guys didn't have a product to go with your token. Like if I think, you know, the ultimate move here would have been some sort of partnership between SOS and looks rare. Yep. That would have absolutely crushed if they use like their marketplace with the SOS or they accept SOS token or something like that as a uh, means of payment or something like that. I think that could go a huge way too. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of room for like collaboration in, in web three. So I, I definitely see some uh, possibilities with these in the future. That'd be really cool. No, I definitely agree. And by the way, nine X nine X nine, if shout, uh, if you need our phone number um, <laughs> here, at crypto crowd, he can give you some ideas of what to do, but, but yeah, man, again, it's, like you said, it's the competition and it's right around the corner where Coinbase marketplace for the, yeah, for the we're NFT about to get marketplace, a bunch. It, we're about to get a bunch. So it's a good thing to see. We have not, we have open We're going to get Coinbase, which is a massive company. And now we have this one that feels the most decentralized out of the three. And now yeah. we're going to be able to see which one excels, which one doesn't, which one copies one another, which and the good and bad of, of all three of them. And maybe even, a fourth one if something yeah, pops up but for sure it's gonna there, be there is one thing i will say when you're on looks rare that you need to be aware of so frozen assets so people that have been frozen on OpenSea, um so if their ape was stolen or something like that they, those people are now going to looks rare because it is decentralized so you could be buying a stolen asset um okay. so that is something to be looking out for because um, i did see a couple people buy uh like a mutant ape and stuff like that and apes um you know, realistically, those probably have less resale value than like if you're planning on keeping it, I would say that that's fine. But like at, at the end of the day, you're not gonna be able to resell that one as well, especially because you're not gonna be able to use OpenSea with it. So, you know, there's there's definitely some some trade offs on there. You just got to make sure you do your due diligence because it is a decentralized platform, just how on Uniswap, you could be buying scam tokens super easily if you don't know what you're doing. Same thing here. You got to make sure, you know, that's the whole point of decentralization in a sense is like there is no guardrail. There is no, of the, you know, holding your hand type features. So you got to be wary of those things as well. Absolutely. And again, hey, another week, another airdrop, something, something crazy, man. It's, 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 it's rewarding to be in this Web3 space, Absolutely. which we call this NFT space, even crypto space. So it's, it's super cool to watch and just see everyone be rewarded for being for in sure. this space. Now on the on the other side, the real world, not the crypto side and not yeah. the NFT side, we actually had a really big company, uh, Take Two, which is one of China's biggest companies and gaming companies in the world. They actually bought out uh, Zynga, which is famously known for the one I always talk about, uh, Farmville. Uh, we also they have a bunch of other mobile games with Harry Potter, Words with Friends, all these other games. They got bought out for twelve point seven billion dollars. Yeah. And one of the reasons why Take Two bought Zynga was because earlier late in 2021 last year Zynga came out and said that they're they're going into web3 and they're going into the blockchain so pretty much their take take two's take was they want to expand they want to expand their nft gaming and their web3 opportunities and this allows them to not only to take over because Zynga is the biggest mobile gaming company in the world the mobile side of things, but also if they're exploring and they have their own department, which is yeah, the blockchain, had a blockchain department, development department already. They're 
this is just those it's like every company is always in the back just getting yeah. prepared they're getting sure. their they're getting their pieces getting ready to see what's about to happen exactly. and we're not oblivious this time we can see it as again from real life as a recruiter you can see those job postings don't you're not sneaky apple you're not sneaky google so yeah this is just can, that next step for yeah. sure and like how you say people are getting ready making their moves now same thing happened disney came out and said we have patents that approved on December 28th for the metaverse inside of there. So the digital metaverse is going to be able to be viewed at their theme parks, which I thought was a, another really cool thing. Uh, you, you know, you know, big you man know over all. here. Is- <laughs> hey, listen, I'm like, I can hear <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, I can hear the Disney fireworks right now. So yeah. I'm ready to go. Ready I'm to ready. go, baby. <laughs> No, but they uh, so their exact um, patent is known as as virtual world simulator in a real place. So it's more of a not going to be using like VR and augmented reality headsets, but more of like in the real world. It's like a digitally tailored experience based on like what things you like. So maybe, you know, if it's RSG, it's going to be, you know, all Marvel themed when they walk through an area. If it's, you know, if it's a, you know, a family, it might be just like Disney princesses or something like that. So definitely some cool aspects to that. Um, but like I they, again, they just said they're holding this for the long term. Nothing uh, exactly happening right away. But, you know, it's all about those little small movements in the background while this stuff kind of builds up. No, absolutely. And. Again, staying on the real world side of things, we had another major player, a lot of rumors that this is actually happening. And it's PayPal, by the way, uh, Elon Musk's former company. Um, PayPal is creating their own stable coin is the rumor. So that's something pretty interesting. I know, Cry, you have some takes on that. So yeah. let's let's hear them. What do you <laughs> think? Here. What do you think about this? Uh, I mean, we already have a bunch of stable coins. We don't need another garbage stable coin <laughs> that's run by some shitty private company. You know, I feel like that's the whole, you know, it's like Facebook's trying to do DMs. Now PayPal's going to come with their PayPal coin. The U.S. government's going to come out with USD coin and, you know, within probably 10 years, something like that. So, you know, I think that we already have, you know, Circle has done really well with the USDC coin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tether is absolute trash. I would never touch that. Just let you guys know. <laughs> don't ever buy Tether. Uh, but uh, decentralized-wise, uh, Dai is super effective. Um, is probably one of the most decentralized and uh, you know government-resistant um, stable coins that there is. Because that is one of the most important aspects, I think, of stable coins. Uh, because let's just say we don't know what regulations are going to happen with the U.S. government, right? That's always up in mm-hmm. the air. Um, but Circle is a U.S.-based company that's traded on the stock market. You know. Yeah. What is going to happen when they say, no, we don't really want anyone using stable coins. And now that your USDC coin is now worthless. Um, whereas something like DAI, which is completely run by smart contracts and based off collateralization of Ethereum, is something that you're you're not going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, let's just turn this off. Like, it's not going to happen because it's, you know, global already. Whereas, you know, looking at companies that aren't, you know, realistically, they're not like a, it's not a company. It's a, it's an organization or a foundation that's running die. So um, the maker foundation is the one who uh, controls it. So it's something where they're not us based. They can't just be like, shut this down when they kind of change the regulation rules. We don't know. I feel like they'll be open when eventually they do make their regulations, but um, you know, you never know. 
I mean, let me let me ask you this: on if I was a bank right now and I'm seeing these stable yeah. coins and all this PayPal rumored yeah. to have a stable coin, I'd be Shit I'd be breaks. shaking in my boots. I'd be shaking <laughs> in my boots because that takes away literally what I do. So yeah, exactly. banks There's, like they don't want it to happen, and they're definitely like the largest lobbyists, you know, in America. So you know, world. that's. Yeah, in the world. Yeah, for sure. So that's definitely something to be wary of in the sense that big money doesn't really like these things. They take away from their lot of value. You know, banks make 120, you know, billion dollars a year in, in fees off people's money that they already hold. So there's definitely something that uh, is, you know, we're a land of middlemen and crypto gets rid of a lot of middlemen. So America is going to have to uh, make some tough choices if they want these things to succeed. Um, so it's definitely not going to be an easy fight over the long period of time. And when you can have companies that are based in America, you know, holding, you know, your stable version of your crypto, it, it to me is something that's a little bit too risky in the sense that I'd rather have something that's, that's not controlled by a U.S. company. No, I completely agree. Now, let me ask you this, Cryer, because we haven't talked about one thing that we used to always talk about and it was all the shows that are coming out and everything <laughs> like that right and yeah. i just realized i've been watching uh, boba fett every wednesday and i haven't uh -oh. talked one thing about boba i haven't fett. seen any yet i gotta watch this shit. so we gotta watch this so i'm gonna be i gotta say some things number one episode <laughs> number one. Ep episode two of boba fett was probably hands down a top three anything star wars related ever like i could compare that and i think it was like 45 minutes i would rather watch that 45 minutes than i think any star wars movie out right Damn. now that's, that's how pretty, good it was and that good. was that was pretty good and hey i'm a big mandalorian fan there's awesome things there. i know you're not but there was this that episode was really crazy we'll we're getting we're, if you need a feel of what Boba Fett is, imagine Star Wars and like a mafia. Like you just combine like the mafia or like yeah. maybe like a Sons of Anarchy, like the, the yeah, crime like family, crime, like crime ring, crime, crime ring, like and just combine it. It's it's he's a bounty. He's the most famous bounty hunter in, yeah. in pretty much sci fi. Right. And he only had like. 10 minutes in the first three movies but that's besides the point um <laughs> but it's super super cool i definitely would tell everyone to check it out remember it's every wednesday uh that's the day that disney drops all their stuff um sure. and one other thing that's coming out this week so again you guys listening on thursday and you know my i'm gonna be watching it in the morning um a lot of fans on the dc side are gonna be yeah, super we're happy we're getting Peacemaker tomorrow. I we get some John Cena. So I, that one I've been waiting for. That that one I think looks badass. I think it looks very good. So we're we're getting not only is it Peacemaker and John Cena, but the director of Guardians of the Galaxy One, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy Two, Sui, the brand new looks Suicide funny. Squad. Yeah, that's what I'm. James yeah. Gunn is going to produce this already. Produced this show, and it's out tomorrow, which is today for you guys on Thursday, the thirteenth of January. We're I'm I'm excited for it because if remember, hey, it's been a while now, so I can say this. At the end of Suicide Squad, we see that Peacemaker John Cena he survived mm. what happened at the end of Suicide Squad. So we're just gonna get him uh, going 
balls the wall america <laughs> america style so america. it's gonna america it's gonna and it's gonna be a fun movie uh one thing a lot of people don't realize is the actress that's kind of like the like the fbi agent or whatever uh the blonde haired girl I, I always forget i think it's like jennifer h i don't remember her last name she's actually james gunn's uh girlfriend so she's always involved and i i love how james gunn in all his movies or shows he always involves his like close friends or like family members or even uh she's part of the cast you're saying yeah she she is part of the cast she's one of the main characters in the show and she was actually one of the main characters in suicide squad she was one with uh, amanda waller the person that was always helping amanda waller out jennifer holland Yes, Jennifer Holland, not related to Tom Holland. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so we do have that as well. And I'm just, you know me, I just need more Marvel. I need more Star Wars. I need more <laughs> DC. More, more nerd shit, man. I, I need more some nerd stuff. Uh, another thing that came out that I've actually had not have the ch- have not had the chance to play yet is the Halo campaign is finally out. Oh, nice. I need to play the Halo. We need to play the Halo campaign. It. And one other thing that's dropping this month is the open world Pokemon for Nintendo Switch. It's on oh, the yeah. 28th of January. So I just, I can tell you right now, the, extra uh, nerd shit I actually, oh, a lot of nerd shit going this time, <laughs> but I placed my pre-order today on Amazon. The reason Amazon, you will receive three outfits for the game if you pre-order through Amazon and 50 heavy balls, which is the Pokeballs that you will yeah, receive. Yeah. I would recommend the heavy duty ones. The heavy duty ones. I would recommend buying or pre-ordering on Amazon over GameStop. GameStop, you will receive like three Pokemon postcards. I don't cool. think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you should do that one. Let's do some in-game <laughs> items instead. Yeah, but but yeah, man. Send it's your been, grandmother a postcard. Yeah, just a Pokemon one. She'd be like, "What the hell? What the hell is this?" Like. We're, yeah. You should take a picture of like you. Like I don't need Jesus. this Pokemon, but uh, but yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. Man, a lot GameStop of... is so out of touch. How I, I, I don't, how are they still here? Like I just this is nuts to me. Listen, if <laughs> we're on the subject of GameStop, you know that they're built. There's rumors that they're, yeah, building, they're building an the NFT, NFT marketplace. Sure. So if that happens, you, you know, get physical. All... <laughs> they're gonna send you some physical postcards, bro. Aren't you excited? I listen. I will never like GameStop has tried me so many times through the years. Yeah. I, I I was I wasn't a part of the the pump that happened in the stock market with them. No. But you after like or not? I wasn't. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't touch that. But no way. I should have. But yeah, you know, everyone should have. Everyone should have. Right. <laughs> but GameStop will always be there. And, hey, if they do something, they turn around you with a uh, one eighty. Hey, by all means. Yeah. But is it gonna happen? <laughs> Who knows. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's gonna tough, be tough for us to follow. Listen, one thing we know for sure is 2022 is going to be a crazy freaking year for ev- not just what we're talking now, but just literally everything. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting to watch what happens. But um, but yeah, man, that pretty much does it for for us. It was a good episode good episode of nerd ft radio <laughs> we did a really good job guys and we did a really good job but um remember guys always to like subscribe i know you spotify people now can five star so go ahead and do that as well Let's and we'll it. catch you next time uh with another episode of nerd ft radio peace everyone peace